In pursuit of God, discovering purpose, maximizing potential. 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 Jesus House for All Nations. This message has been recorded live at Jesus House for All Nations. God bless you. Merry Christmas, everyone. Oh, that sounds really low. Is that it cold? Merry Christmas, everyone. Praise the Lord. Okay, well, let us sing, O Little Town of Bethlehem. O Little Town of Bethlehem.
Father, here we are. Breathe your very life into us. That the reality of the indwelling Christ by his Holy Spirit may be our portion. As we rejoice in your birth, O Lord Jesus, and as we prepare to step into a new decade and a new year, may your presence go with us. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to sing a song also. Falling in love with Jesus. Oh, yes. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in please be seated. Thank you, choir. Thank you very much. Love came down at Christmas. Love came down at Christmas. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Can somebody say amen to that? Amen. For until you enter into, experience, savor, embrace the love of God revealed in Christ Jesus, you will never begin to really walk in love. Because it's in that embrace that you discover yourself. It is in that embrace that you discover the true meaning of love. It is in that embrace that you actually begin to love. And that's why we need to truly understand the love that came down at Christmas. The Apostle Paul, he described it this way. He said, for scarcely for a righteous man, for scarcely for a righteous man will anyone die. He said, perhaps for a good man, there may be someone who will be willing to die on their behalf. He said, but God, he commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, that's when Christ died for us. You know, it's amazing. It's amazing. 
You hear it often, you hear it repeatedly, but you may never really enter into it. You know, I um, have several reasons to appreciate the love of God. And I see the, the, the thing you actually appreciate most is how he singles you out. You know? There are so many people, but he singles you out to embrace you, to meet your need, to answer to the greatest needs of your life. You know, because you, you, you cried out to him. See, I gave my life to Christ. I was a young man. we just come out from the war. We were so devastated. Everything was upside down. And the only thing that we found to cling to was Jesus. And when I got into the university, believing I was admitted to study medicine, and I was shocked to my bones when the faculty officer told me, you were not admitted to study medicine. I was devastated. Because, if you understand parents, my father had already announced that his second doctor was uh, on the way. My brother was already in medical school. How could I now tell anyone that he was premature? I was so devastated. But you know, as I stepped out of that, into that confusion, I heard that voice that I heard the day I got saved. He said to me, son, you want to study medicine? I said, yes, Lord. He said, you study medicine. Don't worry. He said, go register wherever they want you to register. It won't make a difference. And all that turmoil in my heart just went. Phew. Well, like they say, the rest is, uh, yeah. Because I'm 40 something years qualified as a doctor. <laughs> the rest is history. But it's that singular act to come to me in that moment of turmoil. And whisper that word that steadied everything. That kept that boat running at full steam. Until that dream was realized. Until you embrace, understand the love of Christ. That singles you out. Then he won't be the first person you consult. When you're in trouble. I was invited once to speak to a group of uh, Three, five thousand people on health. And I said to them, the greatest decision I ever made about my health is to make Jesus my primary health physician. So that anytime I'm ill, he's the first person I consult. He's the first person I consult. And when I've spoken to him, and he is spoken to me, then my confidence is restored. Jesus, the love of God in Christ Jesus. You can talk about it from now until kingdom come. But you may never experience it until you and I begin to trust him. And say to him, Lord Jesus, I will trust you.
So no matter what you face, no matter the challenge, no matter, no matter, you can always go down on your knees and say, Lord Jesus, I trust you. I trust you. And you know what the Bible says about that? Say, without faith, it is what? Now, now turn, it, turn it the other way around. Turn it the other way. With faith, you always please God. You always please God. Do you know, spin it around. With faith, you always please God. And that's why Jesus said, if you can believe, all things are possible. So, this Christmas, particularly, you know, Christmas always predates the new year. Particularly as we go into the new year, someone must say to themselves, Oh God, help me to trust you. No matter what I face, let me be confident that you know all about it. That's what I always say to myself, that no matter what I'm going through, it may be a surprise to me, but it could never be a surprise to him. And so he must know what to do about my situation. Now, when we begin to savor the love of Christ, then we must take the next step. Show someone else that love. No, because, you see, Jesus taught us that the whole commandment of God is in the vertical love, which actually translates simply to obedience. Because the only way you show love to God is to obey whatever he tells you. And he doesn't, nobody says that whatever he tells you to do is going to be very easy for you. But you see, the commitment and loyalty you bring to him is that no matter what it is, even if I have difficulties doing it, I will ask for grace to be able to do it. Because my greatest satisfaction is that grace is working in my life. I'm able to do whatever he asks. I'm able to do it. And that's what transforms people's lives. That's what brings down favor. That's what brings down blessings. Because you have a heart that is loyal to God. Come what may. Come what may. You do what God says. And you know, like one of uh, our pastors at home always says, he said, life is lived forwards, but understood uh, backwards. So always when you look back, you say, wow, God has been good to me. You know? When I was in that situation, he told me to go this way, and I did. He told me to go that way, and I did. And I turn around. Everything has come together. And so we begin to show that love to someone else and, and truly express the love of Christ. And I want you to know that um, nobody can show love without humility. No. Jesus couldn't show love either without humility. The Bible says, let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus, who though he was God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of what? No reputation. He made himself of no reputation. So that he could show humanity how to love, how to care, how to go out of your way to sacrifice. And, and, and some people wonder, when you keep doing that, how do you get joy? Now, there's a secret to that joy. The secret to that joy is the realization that 
I have finally understood what love is uh, all about. It's about self-sacrifice for the good of uh, others. Yes. You sacrifice yourself for the benefit of others so that they can see Christ in you. That is it. That's what the joy is all about. That ah, someone is seeing Christ in me. Someone is seeing Christ through me. Okay? We really don't have the time to, to look at this in detail. But let me also leave one thing with you before we bring this to a close. And the, that love requires energy. Love requires energy. And that's why the Apostle Paul prayed in Ephesians 3.16 that you may be strengthened with might by the spirit in the where? Inner man. Okay? And what follows next? That Christ may dwell in your heart by faith. And when Christ dwells in your heart by faith, you now can be rooted and grounded in love. And then you begin to save all the dimensions, the length, the breadth, the height, the depth, to know the love of Christ that what? Passes understanding. In other words, this capacity to love people, you know, that you continually develop by the Holy Spirit, you know, which actually, in the final analysis, it translates to obedience. Because it doesn't matter the way you feel about someone. It doesn't matter what they've done to you. If the Holy Spirit says, bless them, okay, you might bring that blessing and say, mm, take. We say, what is this for? Well, just take, just take. Don't just, just take. You can't even get yourself to do it cheerfully. You know, but you do it uh, anyway. Oh, yes, you do it anyway. You know, you do it anyway. You know, to show that he couldn't tell me to do it, and I would say no. Oh, no. No. I haven't gone to that point where he would tell me to do it, and I will have the guts or the courage to say no to him. No. And do you know what that translates to? I will then become someone he can depend on. Because now he knows that no matter how I feel, I will do what he says. That's what Jesus came to teach us. That's what the Holy Spirit empowers us to do. So that the world will be a different place because we are here. Just the same way the world was different after Jesus came. So the world will be a different place because you and I are here. Can somebody say amen to that? Amen. Let us bow our head as you ask the Holy Spirit to come upon you now and empower you. Say, Spirit of the living God, empower me to show the world around me the love that came down at Christmas. And if you're here and Somehow you have not embraced that love. Somehow you don't know that love. Somehow you feel unloved. Oh, I invite you to come to the love of your life. Jesus, he is the love of your life. Is there someone here, you are desperate for love? I offer you the love of Jesus.
so that your life will never be the same again. He lives, he lives, Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and talks with me along the narrow way. He lives, he lives, salvation to bestow. You ask me how I know he lives. He lives within my heart. Is there anyone here you want Jesus to come live in your heart? I want to pray with you. Is there anyone here this Christmas morning? If you raise your hand, I'll pray with you. Is there anyone here you want Jesus to come live in your heart? Is there anyone? Okay, shall we all stand? Shall we all stand? Shall we all stand? I just want you to... um, Make a declaration for yourself. Make a confession for yourself. That is taken from 1 John chapter 4. Verse 14 and 15 says, And we have seen and testify that the Father has sent the Son as Savior of the world. Then verse 15 says, Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him, and he abides in God. So as we bring this service to a close, join me in this confession. I confess with my mouth. I want to hear it louder. I confess with my mouth what I believe in my heart. That Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Oh Lord my God, please come and dwell in my heart. So that I may dwell in you. In Jesus name. And all the people said.